hosted on dimlywit.com. I'm Alex. And I'm Tina. And this is Obsessed with the Best. We're two New York City gals who are bringing you the best of the best of all things beauty, wellness, and inspirational women. We've tried it all and can't wait to tell you what's worth obsessing over. Join us each week as we share our favorite products and trends and chat with leading female founders and experts. Welcome to Obsessed Obsessed with with the Best with with Alex and Tina. Tina. Hi. So we're going to start this episode with a little fact check. Tina and I were talking about Native American history and some things that we recently learned about Native American history as adults. And we were talking about these conversion schools where Native American children were plucked from their families and sent to religious boarding schools and taught to be, quote unquote, American women. They were really forced to be acclimated to white American culture. So I said that the last of these schools closed in the early 80s. I was wrong. Okay. In 1978, the president signed the Indian Child Welfare Act, which gave Native American parents the legal right to refuse their child's placement in one of these schools. So that wasn't until 1978 that Native American parents even had a choice. There was a lot of evidence that these schools were very abusive. A lot of this evidence came out, which was part of the reason why this act was passed. So these large boarding schools started closing in the 1980s and early 90s. So this was going on, I mean, into our childhood. It's very recent. So we just wanted to keep our facts straight and enjoy the episode. So one of my last makeup jobs before the pandemic, you know, pre-pandemic, yeah. I was still working as a makeup artist, but out of town. So like mm-hmm. different than you, it was for a bank and they were doing this like film about real bankers with the bank who had started businesses, these like success stories. Okay. Okay. So one of them was on an Indian reservation. So I worked on an Indian reservation and near Oregon, and I'd never been on one before. Mm-hmm. I learned so much, okay? Yeah. And it really started making me think about the Native Americans and what I learned in school. Okay, so cut to recently, like everyone else, I've developed a Yellowstone obsession mm-hmm. and also watched 1883 and 1923. Like It's basically like the Oregon Trail and how we founded this country and all these things. But So it's the most downloaded or streamed show in the country. Did you know that? No. Yeah. And I'm really happy about that because it's not just this kind of romanticism of like working on a ranch and having a farm. There is that. Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about what it's like to be on a ranch. I I knew absolutely nothing. And Mm -hmm. I like learning about things I've never didn't know about before. But also shows a lot of the Native Americans point of view. And throughout history and today and what we did to them and the fighting Mm -hmm. and the things we took from them. So in 1923, there are these conversion schools where they basically kidnapped these Native American girls, the Catholics, and put them into these religious schools and had to teach them how to be Mm -hmm. American women. And they Mm -hmm. beat them and they abused them and they cut their hair and they did all these things. So Vinny and I were looking it up and we were like, wait, when did the last one close? The early 80s. Oh, God. The early 80s. So then I started thinking, okay, what did I learn? And I went to a really good school. I went to a college prep school. And we definitely learned about the Native Americans. But I don't remember learning that it was something that Native American culture and traditions was something to be really respected. And I don't remember with that tone, you Mm -hmm. know, and I don't remember really, really anyone hammering home to me that people took 
Mm -hmm. land from them in a very, very violent way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm I'm not going to speak totally clear on this because my my facts are a little bit muddy, but if you look into the research of the more in depth into those schools, um, they're actual like, like I don't, I don't even want to call it a burial ground because it's actually just piles of bodies underneath these schools and underneath these buildings of of unnamed and unmarked children and um, adults and and people that were. This is exactly it. But they they the the Native American people because I grew up in Montana and it, they I feel really really bad because honestly they've been very erased from culture and from everywhere they've been erased and this was their this was their land and they're very much um there's a huge stereotype in montana huge stereotype there well this is why i'm so interested because you grew up in montana literally where yellowstone takes place and you said you've been like near an indian reservation like you've been near them yeah on them well actually you know i was there just a couple weeks ago yeah um when i was with south pacific we before we during the day we'd get up and we'd drive to the Indian, we went to an Indian reservation in um, a, a town called Lame Deer, um, and we did an outreach for them before, and then we'd come back and do um, rehearsal for like eight hours. So it was like these really long days of outreaches in the morning and then rehearsals at night. But we went to Lame Deer, which is um, one of the Indian reservations, and it's, it's really unfortunate because there's, there's virtually no funding um, for these schools, and um, there's very little uh, as far as resources out out there as well i mean there's nothing i mean we drove two and a half hours and it was just mountains i mean i think we saw like one gas station on from billings to to lame deer now that's not to say that you can't get to places you can but who has the do they have resources do they have cars do they have cars that won't break down on the side of the road yeah for a long drive like that. yes and the resources are very limited um and i do feel like and again i'm speaking from my own experience i'm not speaking from like a whole lot because I, I I don't know enough yeah. I know and I lived there and I don't know enough but the resources are very very limited and my understanding is that the reservations are pretty um uh is the word prohibitive like you there's not a whole lot of opportunity to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get out they basically said okay oh yeah, yeah yeah we'll get we'll give you this chunk of land but you have to stay on it you only get this amount of money you can only do this you can only do this you can only do this and restrictive. Very, thank you. Very restrictive. Um, and it really suppressed a lot of people. And I and it's very recent uh, as of just the 80s, like you said. Um, and I just it's a it's a cult. It's a beautiful culture. It's a beautiful culture, the Native American culture. Um, and it's it's really disheartening and horrible to see the treatment of the Native American community, especially Montana. Like currently. Currently. It's Ugh. it's really, really hard. Um, and it, also when I was in Montana for my Honolulu, the 1960s band, we were doing a lot of outreach in um, Native American communities and on reservations. And it, it was the same thing. It's so underfunded. It's um, not well attended. It, there's very little resource, um, access, opportunities. So there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of crime. There's a lot mm-hmm. of po- a ton of poverty. Well, when there's poverty, there's crime because people are desperate. Exactly. It's not like people are born criminals. They're Ex- absolutely no. desperate for resources. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, we posted something about Yellowstone and Montana on our, our, our Instagram and somebody from Montana commented, you know, yeah, Yellowstone's great except for it's ruining Montana for me because all the tourists are coming now. I'm like, there's room for everyone. First of all, Montana is huge. 
Also, a little tourism never helped, never hurt anybody. But also, I'm really glad that the Native American community is actually getting some exposure and people are talking about what actually happened. I am too, because it's really something, unless you're a curious adult, it doesn't really get hammered home mm-hmm. in U.S. history. We, no. we learn about it, but we like gloss. Over. Well, and it's so much like, you know, black history. Yeah, it, exactly. We we're not taught, and, but we're not taught about Native American history we're ta- either. Okay, slavery happened, it ended, there was Martin Luther King, and then everything was pretty okay, yeah. which, like, not the story. So right. if you're a curious adult, you can educate yourself around it, but it's really something I've been thinking about a lot, and also, I don't know the answer because I'm still educating no. myself around it. I don't know the answer, but I do know that the lack of education on a lot of things scares me and all mm-hmm. the book banning and all of the oh things that God. are going on. It really does because these are formative years and a lot of things you learn before you're 12, before mm-hmm. you're 15 really stick with you. I mean, the difference between I remember, I mean, so much that I had nightmares learning so much about the Holocaust oh and what God. the Germans yeah. did to Jewish people as a child. And we read Anne Frank when mm-hmm. I was 12. And we, you know, and it, it made such an impression on me, mm-hmm. you know, and I just, it's so important. So anyway, I don't know what the answer is, but I, I don't hope either. people, I hope it's on people's minds because of this show. Yeah. Well, you I think, know? It, I think, I don't think this is the answer, but I think a way to help is to talk about it yeah to talk about it to to expose it because I do feel there's been a lot of silencing for a lot of these cultures a lot of communities a lot of races Mm -hmm. have been silenced yeah and they have no voices and I'm I'm glad that there's a little glimmer of of hope for for the Native American community to have a little bit of exposure so that people can understand why it's so dangerous what was happened to them yeah and we can just look it up yeah you know yeah. like just look things up and talk about it yeah anyway oh it's really been on my mind what, oh my god what I has know. been going on with you well, what's happening i mean i've been in montana i've been um you've been everywhere i've been everywhere man and it's like non-stop it's been non-stop but it's been so so rewarding so like i was just saying you know i was in montana um for about 10 days and it was it was what's the term trial by baptism by fire baptism by fire i seriously that's what it felt like because i want to tell you a little bit about my experience with south south pacific Uh so we got i flew in like on a friday rehearsal started on a monday but we'd go to rehearsal from technically rehearsal was four to nine thirty now from four to six was just with a piano and our Mm -hmm. director then we had a break a dinner break from six to seven and then seven to nine we had the orchestra with us so if Which, could, okay, if someone isn't a singer, huge, huge difference between yes. singing with a track, singing with just one piano player, and singing with exactly. an orchestra behind you. It's incredibly, incredibly special. Yes. Oh, it's so special. Also very difficult. Yes. Because typically in a situation where you're doing a musical, you are on stage and the orchestra and conductor is in front of you. So you can actually like make eye contact. They can take cues off of you. You can see what the conductor is doing. The orchestra was behind us. So very fortunately, we did have a monitor out in the audience so we could see what our conductor was doing, but she couldn't see us. She had Which, no idea. The orchestra looks cool behind you. Oh, it looks but great. yeah, the purpose of it being in the pit is so they can yes. see what's going on yes. and adjust accordingly if they need to. So, I mean, like I give our, our wonderful conductor, her name's Anne Harrigan, who she conducts all over the country. Um, she works for um, Michigan. She runs the 
the orchestra, symphony orchestra in Billings. She's absolutely wonderful and talented. Um, I give her so much credit because it was really, really hard because we only had two hours a night with the orchestra. And once you start, like you don't, they, they we're not stopping and fixing things. It was like, it was, you just go. And if you mess up, figure it out. Um, did you, did it, did anything, were there any like oh, bumps in the road during we the performance? Wait, was it one performance or was it a weekend? It was I couldn't one that out. performance. Oh my we God. So you one... didn't even get one chance to put it all no, together. We had one chance and dress rehearsal was an absolute disaster. Of course. Like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Of course. You know what I mean? And we were all like, well, I guess that's good. But you know, this <sighs> wasn't just like in concert standing there with books in one outfit. No. There were costume changes. There was choreography. We were fully memorized. Um, you know, I had a dialect, our Emil had a dialect. I mean, it was all, it was so much, but Alex, at the end of the week, I was like, I can do anything. Like I can, I, I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't think myself capable of le- putting up an entire musical in, in four days. Mm-hmm. Cause it really was, we had Monday to Thursday mm-hmm. and then we did the show on, on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I am totally, ca-. and all this, and during the day we were getting up and going and we went to the Montana women's prison. We went to... Wait, how... Wait, first of all, yes, absolutely. Yes. And I do think there's something about being a performer, like, some of it is muscle memory. Yeah. And some of it is, like, that adrenaline, like, that really just pushes you through. Yeah. That's so cool. I wish I could have seen it. Well, there's clips. There's clips on our Instagram clips, if yes. you want to look. Well, it, it, you're right. It is totally a muscle memory because I, we were, like, in the middle of the week. It was, like, Wednesday. And I get... um an appointment for, or a request to submit an audition for Sunday in the Park with George, which is a Stephen Sondheim show. And it's really effing hard. It's really hard it's music. It's really hard. And it's not like, hey, can you just sing like a few measures of this song? It was no. like, no, a can packet. you sing like, it was like three songs, two sides. And I was like, oh my God, when am I going to do this? My brain was so in the mode uh-huh. of memorizing and picking up quickly and thinking on the fly that it actually, I mean, I'm not going to say it was an easy, it was not easy. It was very difficult and it was a lot of work and it was a lot of stress. But had you given that to me three weeks ago, it would have been a lot harder sure. to do. To this pick up. Is, I mean, we have these areas of our brain that we work. Yeah. And like, I haven't really been auditioning for school theater, but I'm like, I want to get back in dance classes because yeah. I don't want to u- lose that whole side of my brain yeah. that I used to have that's so good for you of picking up choreography. It's a total muscle. You know, it's yes. a total muscle. I don't want to just wake up one day and be like, oh, that's not a thing I can do. Right. Like, it's so good for your brain. And yeah. learning music is so good for your brain. Okay, wait. How was the Montana Women's Prison? It was so encouraging and wonderful. So the, the one in, in Billings is the only women's prison in Montana. Um, so we, so it's huge. It's pretty huge. Yeah. It's a pretty huge facility. Um, it's a really wonderfully run, um, place and they've got so it much. Is? Yeah. I, I know that sounds wild. Yeah. I was expecting to be like, it was heinous and horrible. No. And I feel so bad for everyone involved. Okay. No, okay, they right. have done such a wonderful job of, and, and, and it's, um, minimum security to maximum security. It's all, it's every, they run the gamut of, of crimes and incarcerations. Okay. So the. It's really impressive. So the Billing Symphony actually works quite a bit with the women's prison. They do a lot of outreach. They've got, um, you know, the women do have to be eligible and interested in participating in these outreaches. So, you know, they can't be just anybody. But they have a guitar teacher that goes in um, every so often and teaches the women guitar. Um, And so they're learning these, these songs. We had about... I think they said we had 80 women attend our outreach and they were, we had um, a few of the women who were like in charge of running the sound and getting us set up. And they were just so excited to talk to us about 
music and about the story. And we told them the story of South Pacific. And um, one of the women at the end, she was like, how does it feel to be here performing for us? What do you think? And we were all just like, we feel very, very grateful that you've you've welcomed us in into your your home, basically. Um, you know, and there was some intimidation stuff. There were some intimidating things. You know, when we got there, they said there's gonna be five security guards all around. Let's hope everyone's on their good behavior. And we're like, what could be bad behavior? And it was, you know, a ton of security. We had to send them background information before we went, you know, fill out all these forms. But honestly, it was really encouraging to see there was a there is a a path to rehabilitation and to see, I mean, from what very little insight I had into my experience, it seemed like a very positive, um, as positive as prison. Right. Exactly. Can be. I mean, like, I, there's at least resources where they're, you know, yes. seeing, seeing you, I mean, if you're going there, like that's probably a great day. Yes. That would be, well, and the woman that them. was running the organization, she was like, you know, our goal with bringing people in like you guys is so that they can go when I get out, I, there's something for me to, there's, I I can be better. I can, you know, get into tech or I can go see musicals or I can go, there's, it's hopeful. It's, it's supposed to incite hopefulness, which I think that's the whole reason for prison, right? Is you want to go in there and, and better yourself. Well, yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go. That's not really what usually happens. No, it's not. But I'm glad that Montana, that, that it's, that you seemed to get that vibe from Montana. Yes. Um, from the one in Montana. So I was just listening to an interview with Carrie Washington and she has this new show out called Imprisoned. Oh. And she plays this woman whose father is in and out of prison. And she said, you know, there's millions of people that have been incarcerated mm-hmm. in this country and then they get out and it's kind of like question, question mark. Yeah. What do you do? It's yeah. hard. If someone, you, you know, no one wants to give you a job. No, you're just no thrown one, into society. You're just thrown into society with no tools. And that's what this show about is. This yeah. show is about. So anyway, I'm really excited. I mean, there's to a watch lot it. of broken things about our of course, prison system. I'm really, but that makes me happy that you saw actually a glimmer of hope in it. Yes. You know, on for that sure. Day. And I'm really, that's really cool that you got to go and <sighs> yeah give that did you perform or was it just yeah you performed performed and talked and tina that's so cool it was really it was really neat yeah that's so cool yeah that's really really cool it was nice so i run a little stressed i just do i can't help it i'm type a i live in new york city without all of my products and rituals and meditations and yoga in place I'd and therapy, I'd probably be a disaster. So something I'm always looking for in products are something for a calming effect and also something for an anti-inflammatory effect because I've had tendinitis. We all have inflammation in our body. It's not great. So I'm always looking for how can I calm myself down and how can I get some anti-inflammatory ingredients into my body? So I found plant people and I absolutely adore this brand because they're doctor formulated plant mushroom and CBD products. So they are formulated by doctors and all the formulas are based in real science. So they're just a brand I trust more than other brands that just kind of slap on something that says, oh, we have CBD. Like this is actually made by a doctor. So Plant People has mushroom and CBD drops and gummies to just help you out and help you be the best you. They have products for 
inflammation, for calm, for stress, for sleep, for immunity, you name it. One of my favorite, favorite products from them are their relief drops. So their CBD drops, which calm you down. So I usually do it before I go to bed. And then there's a lot of anti-inflammatory ingredients in it, like turmeric, black pepper, and ginger. So I have really liked to incorporate these into my routine. I've also recently gotten into the Wonder Sleep Mushroom Gummies which are a blend of herbs and super mushrooms to support rest and relaxation for your sleep. I really like these when I travel. They taste great. They have zero sugar. They're melatonin-free. They're vegan, non-GMO, gluten-free, and they have no high fructose corn syrup or dyes, but they still taste great. And they're made of herbs and they just help you relax. Plant People just has so many amazing products. We love them. So if you'd like to shop and if you'd like to get 15% off, just use our code at checkout, obsessed with the best. So check out Plant People and use our code obsessed with the best at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. And for more info, just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode. This episode is brought to you by Pete's. Few things start your day better than a good coffee. That's why Pete's hand-roast their coffee from a specific selection of high-quality beans. And they don't just put those beans into anyone's hands. Pete's trains their roasters for 10,000 hours so they can master the roast that gives you the most. Pete's Coffee. Coffee for coffee people. Find Pete's online or at your local retailer. So I've been wanting to join the clean beauty movement and start buying safer products. But as a makeup artist, I have a really high standard for my beauty products and I just won't buy something that doesn't actually work. I don't know how Beauty Counter does it, but they are a clean beauty brand certified by the Environmental Working Group and their products truly perform. Currently, I'm loving the Counter Control Instant Matte Toner. It's perfect for sensitive skin. It's alcohol-free, so it's not going to dry you out, and it's mattifying. I love it. Beauty Counter is also female-founded, which you know we love. If you'd like to shop some clean beauty with Obsessed with the Best, go to beautycounter.com obsessed. Now, you don't have to shop Beauty Counter with us, but if you do, we can answer all of your questions about what to buy, and we like to send free beauty goodies as a thank you. So... That's beautycounter.com slash obsessed. Happy shopping. And for more details, scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode. From 20th Century Studios and New Regency, the creator, only in theater September 29th. Like it or not, humankind will end. We should never have let AI out of the box. From the director of Rogue One. Did you locate the weapon? This can't be right. She's just a kid. My name is Alfie. You're my friend? She dies with the rest of them. I can't do that. The creator experienced the movie event only in theaters September 29th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Get tickets now. Um, wild change of topic. (laughs) (laughs) From like really important world things to not so important things, but still maybe interesting. Still important in a different way. Okay. Remember when we, on our Instagram stories, we had that day where we were like, okay, let's talk about things that we forget to clean but are really yes. important to clean loofahs okay. yes yes yeah, so it started with loofahs because yep. we all like vacuum wipe down the counter sure. clean the stove whatever but there's certain things that we forget that actually mm-hmm. get so dirty like loofahs like we, loofahs loofahs we talked about washing your pillows mm-hmm. we talked about makeup brushes throwing out your sponges throwing out sponges um wiping down your cell phone mm-hmm. okay 
So two other things. When's the last time you did a deep, deep clean of your AirPods, your ears? Well, not recent. I mean, I did recently because I was traveling. Like and I wipe wanted- them down with alcohol? Yes. Wipes or something? But like, I don't do it often. Okay. Not often at all. So I was doing that. I was like, I usually take like an alcohol wipe. I love the honest alcohol. They like work for anything. Wipe down the counter, wipe down the phone, wipe down the AirPods. Okay. But you know, the little spot inside, this is Uh gross, but it like, it goes so far in your ear ear that you will get earwax. Yes. Yes. Well, it's like, there's such like tiny little particles. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to like get in there. I know. It's sick. Okay, yeah, it's, it's gross. Sick. It's sick. And I am <laughs> such a clean freak. So I was literally like Googling like what the hell are we supposed to do yeah. with these? Okay. There's this stuff and it's like AirPod putty. And you can get it on Amazon. It's putty. Oh. It's putty. I'll show it to you. But it's like this putty and you press the AirPod into this putty Oh my god, that and must be so satisfying. You like rip it off, and it's it's dirt. It's a bunch of bullshit comes <gasps> out. It's like a Biore strip for your AirPod. That sounds so satisfying. It's so satisfying. I can never. I was like, how did I live without these? It's so satisfying. It's putty, and you can just get it on Amazon. Well, I'll find the link and oh post my god, it. But I know. it's you guys. You'll never be able to go back. No, I'm due for some AirPods. I'm still plugged in. Like hardwired. Yeah. It's so annoying. It, no, I like that better. I do too. Honestly, I'm at the point like enough. I know. We've had enough. Can we just get, can we chill with yes. the new pods and the phone and the chargers and the stuff? And like, can we just like take a minute? We yes. have enough stuff. Well, and then I got an iPad for all my performing stuff and that <sighs> charger doesn't work with the new charger and doesn't have, I can't plug my AirPods and I can't plug my earbuds into that. So I'm gonna have to buy new one if I want to. Of course <gasps> not. Of course not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my other clean freak thing that yeah. I do, and I don't know if everyone else does. So I feel like New Yorkers are super hyper aware of shoes. Yes. Because we walk on New York City streets all day. We're not just like in our backyard in the grass. Right. We're right. walking on streets where like if someone has puked or done something yeah. else mm-hmm. or there's like the most, a dead rat has been run over 50 yes. times and then you walk in its blood. Like it's yeah. the most disgusting. So I feel like New Yorkers were always, do you ever watch a show? a sitcom or something and people like lay on the bed with oh their my shoes God. on. It makes me crazy. Me too. I actually get crazy. I can't wear outside clothes in like once I get home, I won't sit on my bed until I'm changed into new brand new clothes. Same. Like oh, same. freshly clean clothes. Pants. I immediately put on like yeah. the house, like house. Yeah. Pants. I refuse to sit on my bed if I have, if my clothes have been outside. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, whenever people wear shoes, oh, I start crazy. screaming. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very aware of shoes. We take our shoes off when we come into an apartment. Mm-hmm. We're very aware. So packing, so packing uh-huh. your like sick, gross shoes are just rolling around with all your nice clothes yes. and all your nice stuff. So pat like shoe bags, yes. shoe bags. When you pack, base has really nice ones. There's also really cheap ones on Amazon, mm-hmm. but I don't know how many people do this, but like, I think people just put them in a separate compartment mm-hmm. sometimes. But even if you do that, once you put something, what if you want to put clothes in that compartment one day and you have to like wipe it? I know. I just, do you I'm know what else you can shoe use? Bags. What? Um, instead of, sh- if you don't have shoe bags, um, disposable shower caps that you get from hotels. 
you can use shower That's caps really and put them over idea. and then you just throw them away. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So if you want to like, say, if you don't have the bag or you don't want to put it in a bag, you just put the shower cap over the bottom. That's Or the footies. If you've got footies. Footies. Thing, yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. The other thing I do is when I do my spring clean, my fall clean, whenever I'm doing like a deep clean out, I take a Clorox wipe, an alcohol wipe or something and That's I wipe smart. down the bottom of my shoes. Yeah. And my other new favorite thing to do is take my shoes to the cobbler for a deep clean now i can't i can't get that far that's great i'm glad i love it here's here's what have you ever gotten like a new nice pair of shoes and then you go to an outdoor wedding and like it rained oh yeah that's what i'm talking about and it's like no these are not i just bought them yeah it was i was like well i'm gonna have to buy a new pair i took them to the cobbler for a deep clean and i was like oh no they're just new again right you know what I mean? I have so many shoes that have been absolutely destroyed, but I'm I'm hard on my shoes. Like, yeah. I think New Yorkers are just, well, like, inherently. When it's like you've had them for a while and you're hard yeah. on it, I'm talking more like you accidentally find yourself at a muddy wedding in shoes you just bought. Right. Do you know what I yeah. mean? And then you just, like, get them clean. But anyway. What, I love that. What do you have um, Well, I really want to – I'm really excited about this because okay. I talked about it a little bit on the pod, but it actually came in and I want to talk about it because it's been put into use. So remember when I was talking about – getting my hair cut. Yes. And our wonderful yes. hairdresser, um, Danielle, was telling me I can't tease my hair anymore. Yeah. Because it was like breaking it yeah. off. So so I do all these 70s shows where I need tons of volume and I do this little hairstyle where the, I, the crown of my head, I'm like really poofing it up. And that's where I was getting like all of the teasing done. Yeah. So she said, get a bump it. Okay. Here's my bump it. Okay. I'm really excited because do you remember the old ones that were like, they were like a don't, they were like a dome shape. Almost. I do. My friend Brittany did a full infomercial for like I'm all dead. different bumpets, and we like had them around the apartment. And they would like, like fall in, yeah, in it, your head. They're so like hard. This is on. This is like a sponge, like a like a spongy. What do you call this? I don't know, but it's, it is like soft. It's like a small. It's, it's like, like a, on a comb. On a comb, like a one. It's so easy. And oh my god, Alex, I did it for my little show that I did in Billings the other week. It worked so well and it was so easy and I had volume the entire night it looked so cool I how do you get the comb to like really stay in no okay I did just like one little tiny tease okay yeah I did just a tiny as opposed to like the whole back of oh my god yes I mean I was like teasing the hell out of it yeah but like honestly you probably I mean I have thick enough hair that That I could literally just just, stays yeah it would just stay um but I'm such a huge fan. This was like $5 on Amazon. And it is a game changer for my hair. Oh, my so God. So if you need a little extra volume in the back of your head, I mean. But you need to do an Instagram story on this. I and will. And like show it and also show how you do it. Yes. And the end result. Yes. Because like I need to see the process. It looked so good. And I was like, I can't believe I haven't had this for the last few months. Well, if anyone's doing a 1960s themed anything, <laughs> yes. get yourself a bump Get it. yourself a bump it. Get yourself a bump it's it. It's so good. Okay, so you know how we love Callie Ray. Yes. I love the Callie Ray Foundation. It's basically, it's like more of like a tinted moisturizer, yeah, but so I, nice. I love a light, a light foundation. Yeah. Okay, they have these glow boosting drops. So Callie Ray is a female founded clean brand, mm-hmm. which we love. So these glow boosting drops. So you shake them up and it's a little dropper Ooh. and you can use them for anything. 
you know, when we do photo shoots or whenever I have a photo mm-hmm. shoot, I love to put a little something on my legs, mm-hmm. like a little. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So you can put these in your moisturizer okay. for your legs when, or like when you're in the summer and you're showing your skin, you can put it on your arms. You can put it on your face. Oh my God. Maybe like you can, you can like mix it with anything and they're clean. It's actually hard to find something like this that is clean. Yeah. Well, cause. Wasn't the big thing the last few months the drunk elephant bronzing drops? Like it was all over TikTok. It was sold out everywhere. No one could get the drunk elephant bronzing drops. I did you hear about that? I have not heard. I spent too much this. time on TikTok. I yeah, I really I do. Re- yeah, I um, have not heard about that. But um, yeah. So everyone's looking for like a good bronzing drop, and I don't think drunk elephant is clean. No. So yeah, I'm the not fact sure. That this is, I'm not is sure. very very good. Um, yeah. So I just love it. It's just really easy. It's not expensive. Cali Ray Glow Boosting Drops. You can just add them to anything oh. for a little grow. Glow. Photo shoot, summer, whatever. Yes, I love that. Okay. So we've recently learned just how many toxic ingredients are in our nail polish, but I love doing my nails. I'm sure you love doing your nails, which is why we love K Ferrara Color because it's a luxurious nail polish and hand cream line that uses all clean formulas. You know I love that hand cream. I'm obsessed with it. After I've had a long day of sanitizing my hands and working with makeup and doing all that, my hands are so dry and I love the hand cream treatment. It is a lifesaver for dry, cracked hands. K for Our Color offers gorgeous colors, plus base coat, top coat, and quick dry options, which I've used so many times when I've got to get out the door. The other thing I love is K for Our Color has a children's line, which has been a gift for my nieces many, many times. So if you are a person that just loves to get your nails done at the salon, you can bring it with you. You can bring your K Ferrara Color with you to the salon. And if you're a person that likes to get a gel mani, you can use K Ferrara Color on your pedicure. Or it really makes an amazing gift for anyone in your life of literally any age who appreciates clean beauty and clean formulas. For 15% off your order, go to kferraracolor.com and use code OBSESSED15 at checkout. That's kferraracolor.com with code OBSESSED, the number 15, at checkout for 15% off your nail polish or hand cream. For more information, just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes for this episode. Well, you know I love my Merit Beauty, speaking of other female-founded makeup brands. So I said this on one of our stories. I did a haul, but I got their, um, what's it called? It's something about the 80s. I don't even know what it's called. But it's their brow gel. Their brow gel? Yes. Oh, I've been using it. it. <gasps> yes. Do you love it? I absolutely love it. I think the brush is really good. The brush is so good. What I love about it is it's like like a cone shape. Yes. So it, you can really get specific with it. Yes. And the product, it doesn't like dry out on the brush and it doesn't clump. And like, I, I'm such a fan. Yeah. It's something like the 80s brow or something about 80s brows. I don't know. I was in a pinch because I... um. I just needed a brow gel and I was out of my beauty counter mm-hmm. one, which I love the beauty counter one, but like in a pinch. Is this clear? Do you have the clear one? Are there different This ones? one is dark brown. Dark brown. Okay. I have the or clear brown. one. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Wait, can we talk about how we do our brows? Yeah. Because I use the Benefit brow powder okay. and I fill it in a little bit and then I use a clear brow gel and brush them up. Gotcha. And so I like the Merit, the same one, but in clear. <laughs> but in clear. So what do you do? Well, it depends because I tint my brows. Yeah. So when I first tint my brows, it's like super easy. I just do like a really light wash of mm-hmm. the, the gel in brown mm-hmm. over because I like dark brows. As my brows get 
faded from the the tinting. Um, well, I ran out of brow pencil, so I was using my Bobbi Brown um, like eye shadow pencil, yeah. eyeshadow stick, and I was using like a slanted small brush yes, and just mean- like. Filling it in with my eyeshadow. That's basically what cream. I do with the yeah. Benefit brow powder, except it's not as sh- shadowy. It's more cream. It's like a cross between. Yeah. But same idea. Yeah. No, this is like a cream yeah. eyeshadow. Yeah. And it, it totally, totally works. Yes. Use what you have. It like Everything does everything. Everything so does everything. You were doing the exact same yeah. thing, basically. But like today, I, w- I have very little makeup on. I just have, but I have a full face of merit. Everything except for my mascara is yeah. merit. And I... Love it because I can just swipe it on. Even if I don't have any other makeup, putting mm. the, the brows mm-hmm. on, I'm like, oh my God, it's so Especially good. on blondes. I feel yeah. like it really makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. It really makes a difference. Okay. So I feel like there are some people who have like three cups of water a day and they're like, I feel great. And there are other people that are constantly chugging water uh-huh. and they still feel dehydrated. Yeah. And I am the latter. Okay. I was hospitalized as a toddler because I got dehydrated. Like <gasps> oh I just, I need a lot of water. So anyway, I work with Parsley Health. Mm-hmm. Also side note, Anytime I talk about supplements or something I'm trying, I'm not just going rogue. Like right. I've usually talked about it with Parsley You've done a lot of research. Well, it's usually recommended by my functional medicine yeah. doctor and then I'm trying it and just reporting back. So that's what I'm doing. So talk to your doctor. Like mm-hmm. just everyone talk to their doctors. But anyway, she said, okay, so you need a little, like you need a hydration pack, mm-hmm. you know, something like electrolytes. to like get something in there just like once a day. And I was like, oh, the liquid IV makes me sick though. It's, it's so, so sugar. sugary. It makes me nauseous. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be nauseous. So she said, there are these new things called element packs. It's L-M-N-T, element, the electrolyte mix. And it's sodium, potassium, and magnesium with zero sugar. So that you need some salt, which yeah. I didn't really get. And, and some I, people just salt their water. Yes. Honestly. She, yes. She, yeah. Yes. She said you can put a little bit of salt and lemon in your water. She said that exact thing. Yeah. She's like, or you can get these packs. You can put half in a water or a full thing after a workout or mm-hmm. hot yoga if you need more. But I really like them. They're element. L-M-N-T. They come in little... um. Um, individualized packs you can like Love throw that. them in your purse but this is such a better option for and me is it than the liquid sugar, are the other calories less it's sugar? no sugar oh great it's no sugar two grams of carbs and you get more in it because mm-hmm. most women are most people are just deficient in magnesium I don't know why oh, yeah. so there's magnesium potassium that stops cramping after a workout and then the sodium so I really like them. And there's Amazing. really good flavors. I like this lemon habanero. It kind of tastes like a margarita. Lemon habanero. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a margarita. I'm really into them. So if you feel like you are dehydrating, but you're always chugging water, maybe you might I'm a huge fan it. of electrolytes. Coconut yes. water. Um, there's, I can't remember what it's called, but I used to drink it all the time. It's like electro, elect, whatever. Anyway, yeah. I've talked about it many years ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think adding a little bit. I'm so... Maybe I've already said this to you. I'm so lately about adding rather than taking away. Yeah. I saw a TikTok where this woman was talking about, you know, eat eat what you want, eat whatever you want, add what you need. Yeah. And I know we've said this, we've talked about this before, but that's kind of how I'm trying to approach my diet and my way I'm eating and living. I'm like, okay, I really want 
whatever plantain chips is like my obsession right now. I just like want something crunchy and salty and yeah. Um, okay, but like let's add like a healthy fat to that, or like let's yeah. add a, a green, or let's add let's add yes. Um, and I think that's like a great thing for electrolytes. Just add it exactly. And if you get blood work done, you'll know what you're deficient in. Like yeah. everyone is so different. Like oh, maybe yeah. someone has high cholesterol, maybe someone has low iron, maybe someone's deficient in vitamin D. Like you can like figure out what you need mm-hmm. more of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Totally. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So I know I've talked about this for years, but you know I love Orange Theory Fitness. Yes. And I don't understand I know. why. And every time I go, I think of you because I'm like, Alex would hate this. Yeah. So what You would you, hate it. There's just something about it that I would do it, but it would never be my top choice. Like I don't no. find it like fu- – it doesn't look fun to me. Yeah. Workout equipment is not like, ooh, exciting to yeah. me. Um, so I, I'm interested to hear what you like about well, it. Well, I love it. And I, during the pandemic, I was doing all the at-home classes. Yeah. Um, I actually know the owner. <laughs> Helen knows the owner. Oh, you do? I'm like literally <laughs> right out of Bridesmaids. Um, I know the owner, um, of so many of the Orange Series on the West Coast, like Montana, Utah, okay. um, Arizona. So that's who like told me about it. She's like a really good child, like family friend of me. Um, and so my mom and I have been doing Orange Theory on and off for the last few years. My mom has been very consistent for yeah. the last few years. I love it. I just joined officially in New York last month. Yeah. Um, and I just, well, here's what I love about okay. it. It's one hour. It's very, I grew up an athlete. Like my, I wasn't a dancer. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I, I grew up playing volleyball, lifting weights, mm-hmm. um, you know, running, which was, I hated at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this feels very reminiscent of like, okay. My athletic days, I feel very athletic. So, like, you find it fun. Because for me, I'm always trying to find a workout that I actually am I'm having fun during it. Like, that's um, my key. Fun. See, and <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, sure. I don't find working out fun. I, okay. I don't. Like, there's not one workout you I don't you chase that. I chase okay. the. I chase. The, I want to feel like I did something. Okay. I want to feel like I accomplished something. That's fun for me. Okay. To like, okay. Accomplish something to beat something. So, you have a goal of getting. I'm going to really just glaze over this really quickly, but it's, you, you want to get 12 splat points. So what that means is during the course of your 60 minutes in class for 12 of those minutes, you want to be in the orange zone. So you're wearing a heart rate monitor and you want your heart rate to be at a certain level, um, for like one whole minute. And that gets you a splat point. 12 is the optimal amount that your heart, 12 is the optimal amount of minutes that your body will continue to burn fat and and keep metabolizing at its peak for the next 36 hours. So it's all they've done a ton of research mm-hmm. on it. It's the orange theory, mm-hmm. it's the all this mm-hmm. stuff. So you it's not about getting a, a million splat points in your class. It's not but I like that there's a goal. I like that it's very This is fascinating yeah. cuz to me when I work out, I don't want to think about any of that. I it's like mental free. It's it's like Almost mm-hmm. like a meditation. It's like a break. Like I don't want to look at a screen. I want to see. Like, I need to be able to you check need something a, off to track something. Yeah, I need to yeah. track. I need to feel. Well, like this it's is like how I could never have an Apple Watch, and you right. like it, and I like I, it. I it would stress me. Out yeah, so I like to but close this is, my rings. I'm so happy that you like it so oh, much. That's I love great. it, and honestly, I've only joined the studio. I mean, I always do it when I go home. I always go to yeah. classes with my mom when I'm home. But I'd never like because it's it's way more expensive in New York. New York is the <sighs> most expensive in the country. But if you have the New York 
you know, membership. You can go take class anywhere. Well, that's great for you because anywhere. you could do but it in it Montana. Is, it's expensive. So can you take me through? Because I walk by them all the time. Yeah. There's one like now down near the West Village that mm-hmm. I walk by all the time. There's like a bunch of different. So you, it's like a circuit. Like take me through that. Yes. Like okay. what are the points? So the three main deals, there's a treadmill or there's a uh, like an elliptical or a bike, but there's like very few bikes or yeah. those are for like if you can't run or walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really the treadmill. Um, there's a rowing machine mm-hmm. and there's a weight floor. Mm-hmm. So you start out, I like to start on the treadmills because it's my least favorite. I like to get it over with. Um, and you can be a walker. So you can do speed walking. Um, my mom is like a master speed walker and you know, you play with the inclines mm-hmm. of it, the speed, all that stuff. A, a jogger, which I'm a jogger. And then there's a runner. So if like you're a real runner, like, so there's different, there's like a parameter card that you can look at and refer to. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you are a jogger, you want to be between this and this to like start your jog or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, every class is also the other thing that I really like. Every class is totally different. Mm-hmm. So nothing is the same. You don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to get. Like I did a class yesterday that was like, it was called luck of the draw. And I hated it because it had to like, you had to like meet your other people and like be a team. No. And I don't like that. And even at the end of the class, they were like, guys, I know you hate the team. New Yorkers hate the team. New Yorkers hate team the team. And, and he's the like, team exercises. They were like, you know, we only do this like once a month. Like, you trust me. It, does, it just doesn't always happen. We're really sorry. The trainers will know you hate it. And we were all like, yeah, don't make us talk to anybody else in our workout class. Please. But, um, <laughs> but I like that they're all different. Um, I mean, I, I not, not that calories matter or anything, but I, I burned 600 calories the other day. Like just going to the class and I felt so good and so energized. It's been so good for my back to like build those muscles. I like lifting weights. I like broad movements. I like cardio. Um, it's just, it's really good for my anger management, um, you know? Yeah. Although I'm a huge fan. Good. I mean, yeah. I'm, so, but this is the thing is like, there's so many workouts out. I mean, especially now. It's for not God's for sake. everyone. Yeah. There's like 50 million oh, apps. Yeah. There's like 60 million. So like something that you look forward to. Okay. Oh, so yeah. maybe fun won't be the word for you, but, but you I look, look forward, forward to, to yes, going. I look forward to going. You look forward to going. Um, and like, there's some ways I feel like we could meet in the middle. Like, wait, would you try a Pilates reformer class with me? No. I've done one before you, and, you didn't like and I it. didn't like it. Okay. Would you try the class with me? Yes, I would try the class. You? Yes, I would try For the our class. first time, yeah. we should try it together. Yeah, I would do that. Because there's some ways we can meet in the middle. Like, we both like hot yoga. Love hot yoga. And then there's some ways on opposite ends of like, I don't like to feel like I'm in a gym when I work out and I don't like to track and I don't like to screen. So yeah. I don't like that. You, on the other hand, would not like my Saturday night heels class at Broadway Dance Center. Absolutely not. That's my worst nightmare. Yeah, it's I actually yeah it's your worst nightmare so it's like you wear heels no. the teachers usually is like a nick city dancer or something oh like burlesque God. performer and it's a lot of like it's you dance in heels no. for an hour and there's a lot of like rolling on the floor no. and a lot of like fishnets absolutely happening. not i'm gonna show you a clip after i'm <laughs> and it's something i would never absolutely under thank any you circumstance so invite me. you to thank you and that's how i feel about orange <laughs> theory i'm like i would never invite Alex this like you'd be miserable like absolutely miserable I don't know miserable I think I just it's just not my face it's just not your thing I don't think it would not be my face see I I like to feel like I'm like at the gym bra yeah that's so interesting I know it's really weird because it kind of doesn't make sense with other things about you I I guess but it's very interesting it makes me feel like an athlete great yeah great I saw something the other day it was a meme it was like you can be an Olympic hopeful like you don't have to actually go and do anything about it. You can just say I'm an Olympic hopeful. What? And I was like, yeah, I guess you can. So I'm an Olympic hopeful. <laughs> like you don't have to actually like do anything. You can just be one. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god great we're all Olympic well hopefuls. on that note <laughs> see you next week bye <laughs> Don't forget to follow, rate, and review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more content, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel and give us a follow at Obsessed with the Best Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Hosted on dimlywit.com.